Hi everyone and welcome to the latest episode of the FPL Renegades podcast. My name is Drew and tonight I'm delighted to say I'm joined by the Usain Bolt of FPL. Usain Bolt, oh yeah. And that's not because he's a six foot six Jamaican and he's actually one of the slowest people I know in real life (laughs) but one of the quickest people I know out of the blocks at FPL. So a good man to talk to in pre-season to get some... uh, insight and early strategies it's kirks captain kirks how are you kirks good thanks um that's a very generous in, uh, intro now that we're a twosome i'm probably going to be doing some intros for you <laughs> um and we should get that out of the way as well oh, yeah. dead the witch yeah. is dead i still think we should be a, a, like the three of us we just talk about him okay <laughs> and get like a, a cardboard cut out of him well, at the table coffin zipping our zips you know Feeling our tits, just that kind of stuff. <laughs> all of the little ticks that all, he used all to the little to the things pod. that we're gonna miss. Um, but like any kind of phrase I can think of, thinks that like trees are bad. So like trees a crowd, third, third wheel. wheel. Do you know? So I don't think it's gonna be a bad thing. Streamlined it. Westlife were better when Brian McFadden left. The chubby one, the fat one. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna hurt Willie way more than any kind of FPL abuse that we give him. So. uh We'll give it a go anyway. I think it's it's the first official pod as a twosome. We've done one or two without Willie when he was just on, yeah, on a hi- hiatus. Yeah. A hiatus. <laughs> we tried to do one without you one time. That was hilarious. That actually wasn't bad. I got a a lot of good feedback, and I didn't know whether it was a good pod or people love abusing me on Twitter. Yeah, so uh, there was a lot of nervous energy with that one. There was, but uh, he just didn't have the godfather of the pod there to like. Put his arm around you and tell you you're doing all right. <laughs> DJ Andy. Right. So today, um, I didn't want to think about this too much. I want to go through the fixtures, the prices. We might be slightly late to the party, but we haven't done any of this. And get your initial reaction. So I didn't want to kind of do too much research and kind of have your team set in stone. But just... Yeah, I mean, you can't really have your team picked at this point anyway. With all the transfers still open and people fecking around, injuries, all that stuff. Yeah, so uh, I thought we'd get a lot of kind of natural insight and your kind of initial opinions by just doing it that way rather than maybe did, in a few weeks. I don't, I, I'm not on Twitter that much, but I was I was looking for something to do today, probably the, the fixture table. And there's a lot of lads saying, like, that's my team locked in, <laughs> yeah, 100%, not changing a single person from now on. Before fixtures, yes, <laughs> the, the next day, uh, United City 100% guaranteed, no, no game week one fixture. And you're like, why do people do this? Why? Yeah, you should stay off Twitter though. It's not I a know. good place for people like you. I just get angry. Angry, cynical men. <laughs> I used to be like you, but then someone had to do the Twitter stuff. <laughs> I don't know why, but sure. So you like it now? I don't like it. I've learned to deal with it. I've learned to do it. Like my initial reaction to 90% of tweets I read is to go in and be like, what are you on about? You're an idiot. And then I'm like, you kind of want some listeners. <laughs> you don't want to... Yeah, you're all idiots. I'm a big fake on Twitter, to be honest. Now, oh, I'm glad I didn't see that. Yeah, now I don't embrace it, I don't be like, Oh, yeah, buddy, I agree, I just ignore. Yeah, so, not the, that big I was a on um, to see your man who won it, yeah, Josh, or whatever his face was. Um, he didn't ask me anything on Reddit, and it was like all these people like asking the best tips and stuff, like ignore Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> like one of the top tips of like how to win FBL. It's like, Yeah, I can see that. Make sure you have a clean uh social media history. <laughs> and, uh, reliable friends but uh, yeah. anyway before we get ourselves into trouble let's get stuck into 
the FPL stuff. So yeah, basic formula. I want to go through team by team. What do you think of their fixtures? And is there anyone that stands out? So either any obvious picks for people's teams? Is there anyone you think is value? You know, shouldn't have got a price drop, all that kind of stuff. But we can just make it up as we go along. So we'll start in alphabetical order, Arsenal. Um, the fixtures started off okay, but I think they're quite rough over the first 10 game weeks. And when I'm talking about the season, I'm going to only focus on the first 10 game weeks because I'm going to be wildcarding early. And I usually pick my team for the first four game weeks yeah. and then wildcard for maybe a few after that. And that's how I optimize getting a good start. Which... You recently put up that you were writing for... Um someone about yeah. something yeah, yeah um, talking yeah. about fixtures and um but what do you think like someone like arsenal or maybe like say the top six in terms of fixtures and form like someone like Aubameyang versus liverpool in game week three is that like an absolute no-go or is that like no it's he's probably the likely arsenal guy to score it'll be one all or something like that in the game how like having written a, a, an article on fixtures how important are they Fixtures are like my Bible. Like I'm not a religious person. Um, <laughs> just using Bible in a, as a, a nice way to kind of cl- collectively uh, describe them and their importance. But like at the start of the season, fi- fixtures are all I have. Like I love the fixtures. Kind of it's how I pick my team. And we might talk about it later. You said something to me at the end of the last podcast, which was interesting. Um, last season's form is going to be way more important because there was way less of a gap. Yeah. So you know, there isn't really a big preseason last season's form is actually going to be a lot more valuable than it usually is. Yeah. So maybe the fixtures are less important because it's something weird. Cause I used to give out to Willie about it. Cause he always used to come into the first, the start of the season. and be telling you about all the lads who were scoring really well and shots in the box for the last season. I was like, that was three months ago. Yeah. Like, you know, they've been doing whatever since the preseason and injuries and all this. Yeah. But now I'm kind of like, it's only a couple of weeks ago. Like this is like, what a month. I agree. And later. I haven't really, uh, finalized how i'm going to deal with that or how i think it's going to affect the season but just fixtures like i usually kind of think it's a game of impartial information and like the only real clear information we have are the fixtures like we know who they're playing we we have a good idea of how good or bad those teams are yeah and that's how i do it i'm gonna stay with that until i kind of figure out a different strategy the thing is uh, maybe it's you're doing alphabetical but arsenal are probably the most interesting team from this um perspective because the first two games, Fulham, West Ham, right? Fucking gold. Away to Liverpool, shit. Home to Sheffield, not bad. Away to City, fucking worst game you could possibly have. But then home to Leicester. Then away to United, yeah. probably the fourth or third worst game you could probably have. That's rough. But then home to Villa. So it's kind of teasing you. Yeah, it's like like if he's if someone's going to score a goal for Arsenal against Liverpool away, Man City away, or United away, it's probably going to be a Bamiang. True. But then, if you have him in your team, you've got West Ham at home, Sheffield United at home, Leicester at home, Villa at home. I mean, that's difficult. <laughs> like, what do you do? And we always say we like that. We don't want it to be easy. Like, people make mistakes when you have to make decisions. You can kind of find alternative strategies to everyone else. So I do like that. Um, for me, Aubameyang is going to be in my team for Fulham and West Ham the first two game weeks. I'm actually going to ship him out for game week three. And uh, that's not dependent on how he does. Like, if he gets... 20 or 30 points in the first two game weeks i think that's job done i brought him in to get points yeah and uh, my plan all along was to get rid of him for those tricky fixtures the fact that he's done well won't impact my decision at all so in answer to your question at the very start uh Aubameyang's just a two game week player for me so the fixtures will yeah. play a part in what i'm doing I, you're wild card and early but 
early three or you think maybe at the end of that run like seven maybe i haven't looked at it properly but i'd say within six yeah that, so, that brings the arson players back into it then for the our, the villa home game yeah but like who do they have like other than Aubameyang? they don't really well i don't know what you think but i think arteta is actually going to improve that team a good bit even with the short preseason um i think Arsenal are a very interesting team this season um you think it were like the who are up against i guess the spurs chelsea's united i think they'll actually be um i think they'll be good right now i think they'll be good they're looking to get the right players in i think william was a really good signing um i think he's an option um if you can get any more out of pepe and all these kind of guys they've got options tierney if he's an attacking left back they're attacking right back if veterans playing um yeah they definitely have options throughout the season but for me they don't really have options say for for the first 10 game weeks i don't think it's going to suit my team to have like a tierney playing against Liverpool, Sheffield United, City, Leicester, Man United, oh, yeah. oh, I, on and on. I'm, I think Aubameyang might be the only one that I would even consider getting in and just keeping. I'm considering triple triple Arsenal for the first two game weeks. Of course you are. <laughs> and wildcard and go back down to Aubameyang only. Okay. Only because I can't see how I can afford to get him back in if I don't just have him in the team. Because like, I want him wildcard for like a huge portion of the season now. I, want, I need to get to like Christmas. Yeah. Um, so the team needs to be fairly set up for the long run. So I'll probably bring that back to Aubameyang only. I just think he might be he might be a season keeper. People always say like if you were to get in someone like Aubameyang and keep him for the season, you're going to get 200 points. But then you're missing points elsewhere. Do you know when he's gone through his little sticky runs, yeah. And you could have jumped on to a Sterling or a KDB. It's not as it's a dynamic game, so it's not as easy as saying keep him for the whole season. You'll get your 200 points. No one can do that. Like yeah, I just think of the midfield position though. He's going to get more points. Well, yeah. I, I I think he will. It's like if he's scoring as many goals as he normally does from midfield, he's getting that extra point. I don't think his price has gone up enough to reflect that. Um, so for he, me, he's one of those guys who probably might sit there for. So I'm saying Arsenal are going to improve. I'm saying Arteta is going to like bring a bit more out of them. They're going to get a few more players in that suit his style. Yeah. He's going to he's going to continue the form he has for the last two three seasons, and he's going to score more points. He sounds so, essential for your team. It, I, he is probably on my list as one of my most. Yeah. I love that because he's the premium I'm thinking of avoiding. I think <laughs> I can kind of get away with him more than not having a, a city midfielder or a Salah. Like, yeah. Um, now I might come back, may well come back to haunt me, but I'm just trying to think of something different. And like Aubameyang seems to be in most people's teams. And he's definitely going to be in my team for the first two game weeks. But after that, I think I'm going to get rid but if you look through the rest of the Arsenal team, is there anyone else that stands out? I know you were saying the goalkeeper. You might up. Yeah. So to go through all of them, I think the goalkeeper isn't a, isn't a bad option, especially if Martinez keeps his um keeps his spot. The two attacking fullbacks, not at the moment, but I'll be watching them. Nobody in midfield, but then the three attacking players. So Willian, Abamyang, uh Nikedia, what do you call him? Eddie. Just let's go. Eddie. Nketia. Nketia. Um, and also Saka. I think I think they have options. I think there's four or five players there in that team that you could you could possibly look at. Yeah, I think Saka could be value. Like he was one of the standouts last season, just as a young player breaking through. But he's so versatile that he might. You don't know where he's going to play. Like he doesn't seem to have a a position that he's kind of nailed down. And he might be brought on to play left wing back here and there. He might play in midfield. He can play as one of the wide forwards. And just the fact I, he doesn't I don't have know if that's, a position. That's good or bad. 
I don't think it's good for him starting week in, week out. If he plays, if you have him in your team, you want him to play. Like yeah. he ends up playing left back or left wing or whatever, right wing he played, I think, a couple if of If he managed to get a, a good run in the team, I think he could be great value at five and a half million. Um, Surely it's William Wright, Aubameyang left, and I would guess at the moment in Kedia in the middle, considering they're trying to fucking offload Lacazette. Yeah, he did seem to nail down that position before he got sent off, which made it harder for us to know. Um, Are you going to double up or triple up the first two weeks or is it just Aubameyang? No, just Aubameyang. Uh, I don't fancy any of their defenders. Um, might talk about it later, but I think there are potential players. Like I like, I think Bellerin is 5 million, which could be the cheapest he's been in a while. But uh, he has competition in Cedric. He's a little bit injury prone and then we don't know. Arteta did improve their defence, but we just, Who I played? don't know. Who played right back at the end of last season? I think Bellerin did, for the most part. Then there's like Maitland Niles. It seems like they're, they're trying, trying to, to sell ship him, him off. As well, yeah. But he did play right back for a good while. To be honest, for me, it's either Aubameyang and I'd have a look at Pepe just because he's dropped in price so much. I like finding value. He was nine and a half last season, which is ridiculous. But he's is he down to eight million? I, I, he might struggle for. I think he'll get minutes, but he might struggle to hold down a starting spot. It's hard not to play someone that costs you 75 million, though. I know it's a bit silly, but... I think he plays William. At the start of the season, he plays William. Oh, I think he'll definitely play William, but I think he'll play both. Um, I think Aubameyang might play through the middle. And he nah, might play one of them either he's been side. very consistent with him on the left, though, hasn't he? Yeah, and he, he seems to get most of his goals from there, even though people always say they'd rather see him through the middle. But uh, Arsenal, for me, are... Uh, get them in and then early move on. Um, I'm not overly excited with, with their start to the season. It's pretty rough. No, no, the picture was, yeah, those three away games are probably the hardest you can get. Yeah. Um, but as a team, I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on them. Cool. Until they show themselves to be spineless yet again. Okay, so the next team is Villa. And uh, knowing you, I don't think we're going to spend very long on this. Any thoughts on uh, Villa. Aston Villa? There's not much to say about them, really, is there? Um they start with a blank, which isn't ideal. <laughs> Probably best for them, though. If ever you wanted less reason to bring them I, into your team. I'd say the goalkeeper is probably the most interesting at the moment, only because he's four million and they haven't brought anybody else in. Like, Rain is gone. Uh, Heaton's still out. So he's four million and he might start, which is probably your best way in here. Yeah. Um, I don't know. To be honest, they're getting relegated. Like, <laughs> like I feel bad because it sounds like we're always winding really up about this, but... They are getting relegated right now. They potentially might lose Douglas Louise, potentially might lose Grealish, and like the rest of their team is like not even average. Like I can't see it at the moment. So I mean the only reason I'd go near Villa right now is that value. Just four million keeper just seems kind of cheap. Yeah. And they it's not like they're starting off with this uh epic run of fixtures that might kind of lead you into getting a few players, lead you yeah. astray. So, like, they have the blank, then Sheffield United are tough. They play Fulham, but then Liverpool, Leicester. It's just a bit... Every game for them is hard. Like, even those ones with Fulham, Leeds, and whatever, who else there, Brighton. Like, they're not games that they're you expect them to win. They're games that you're hoping they might get a point or, or win out of to kind of keep them going. But they played well the end of last season, but they had a lot to fight for when other people didn't. Yeah. Um, and those two lads, uh, Louise and Grealish, like, absolutely key. Like, if they lose one of them... I yeah. just put your money on them to go down. Their defence improved an awful lot since lockdown. I know, but like Concept, House of Mings. Angles. It's like <laughs> they're not 
great players. Like they're grand yeah. kind of players. They're not, have, go, they're not going anywhere. Like the next position, next club for most of these lads is going to be some random club you've never heard of, like fucking in Australia or something. Oh. Like <laughs> it's not, they're not like none of these lads are going to go to Leicester or Spurs or anybody else above that. Like, yeah, they've zero firepower. Like oh, Wesley God. is still injured. Samata, who Willie promised us was going to be the next <laughs> Lukaku, is yeah. like, oh, his stats in Belgium are better than Lukaku and. Etc. No, Etc. They don't have a goal in them. Grealish. They rely on Grealish. Davis. Grealish. They have a new guy here. Vasily. Do you ever, no do you ever play a uh, championship manager? And they used to have all the different names for all the different forwards. And one of them was like defensive forward or something, or oh, defending yeah. forward. I was like, who? Does, what does this mean? It means Keenan Davis, <laughs> <laughs> who runs around but can't kick a football. Like just tackles, gets back, helps out, and you're like, why are you a striker? Do you know who why I think playing football? might be okay? And it's a it's a big if is a John McGinn. Yes, yeah. he had a great start last season. I think he got three goals and three assists, and they were all in maybe the first ten or eleven games. Uh, he was in a lot of people's teams. He was five and a half million, and he's still the same price. So just his injury, obviously, is uh, how, how long was he? He was there for a long. He was period. there for a long time, and he came back and he played nearly all the lockdown games. So he's definitely uh, over his injury, and he's definitely fit, but he just didn't get the same number of returns. Yeah, it might be a big reason why they picked up. But I think if they get a nice run of fixtures during the season, um, there's a few five and a half million midfielders who are popular, uh, St. Maximum and uh, Armstrong from Southampton. I think he could actually rival them if he gets a nice run of fixtures and finds his early season (laughs) form. He's also the same price as uh, Keita, Henderson, Wijnaldum. All the Liverpool (laughs) big guns. But uh, let's move on from Villa because they're getting relegated, as you said. Uh, Brighton... Always a tricky FPL team because yeah. uh, Harry Potter just loves <laughs> yeah. rotating. Don't know what he's going to do. Connolly, I suppose. Ryan and Connolly will be my two main. It's yeah. budget, it's value. Well, there's the goalies, obviously. You can get in Ryan and a lot of people will just get in button. So you have both Brighton goalies. You're yeah. guaranteed to have a starter every week. It's eight and a half million. It's as cheap as you can get. Um, oh, I think they've some okay they defenders. Bought, uh, they bought Lalana. Yeah, he's too dear though. He's six and oh, a half no, I'm million. never going to get him an FBL, but just a favorite player of mine. Yeah, like if he was four million, I might think about it, but that's about it. That's my limit for Lalana. You know he's going to get injured. Most likely. <laughs> and for him, I hope it works out because he, he is a good player. Yeah, I'd like to see uh, him play well. I like to see him get like, a few involved and not injured. Technically, he's one of the best English players I've seen in a long time. Like He's I, both footed, I've, he's got great technique. I've had a few drinks and said it before, but I think he actually had the quality to play for someone like Barcelona. Like tech, technical, technical ability-wise, two feet, I thought he was that good. Never had much of an output, though. I'd just like to point out, bump. this isn't the views of the FPL Renegades <laughs> podcast. These are Kirk's views he is and Kirk's views one alone. Of the best players I've ever seen. He's actually really good. But none of end product and way too injury product. Yeah, but I think the Brighton defence is okay. What are their fixtures like? They're Chelsea first, then Newcastle, United, Everton, Palace, West Brom, Spurs. They're not great. They're not like reeling me in either at the very start. But like the likes of Dunk, even Webster's four and a half million. Um, ben yeah. White has come back from Leeds, who apparently had a colossal season for them. They've been trying to buy him for the last few weeks yeah, and Brighton won't sell. Um, they got another centre half from Ajax, Feltman, is it? They didn't need um, a centre half. No, and then there's <laughs> a, like the likes of Duffy. I think if Duffy's gone, isn't he? Duffy moves to another Premier League team at four and a half million, he could be great value. Where does he go? 
anywhere, just West Brom or like, Villa. I don't think he's going to go, yeah, Villa, just go anywhere where you're going to start. Um, I have no interest in any Brighton players. I'm not really going to. No, they're, they're a very hard to team honest. to pin down. They can actually play really good football and get a couple of good results. And then they just go on a losing streak of yeah. four or five games. So it's very hard. Connolly, what's the price of Connolly this year? Five and a half. And he's, he finished the season pretty well, didn't he? He got a goal the last day, I think. But um, I think he'll, he, get, he'll, more, he'll get more game time now. So he's very young, but is he not? He's very huff and puff. Like he runs around and tries things and he doesn't to, get many returns. For, well, and maybe for five and a half million. The price now, difference might be the end of him, but he seems to be good value all of last year anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brighton defenders for me. Other than that, nothing else. But it's all fixture dependent and I don't think they're open and run. If I end up with Lallana in my team, I've been drinking. It, the, the problem is if you get Lallana in, it's not like that you've got him in. You've probably brought him into captain at <laughs> home to Villa or something. Wait till you see it. He has one good game. I'll be all over it. Yeah. So we move on to Burnley and unfortunately, they're another one of those teams that start with a blank and uh, had loads of plans for Burnley. I wanted to get in Charlie Taylor as a four and a half million fullback. I wanted probably Chris Wood depending on his fixtures like yeah. six and a half million he's the same price as he was last season he probably had the best season of his life he takes their penalties uh since Ashley Barnes got injured it's all about Wood it used to be like yeah the two boys together combining well, the like Captain Planet kind of stuff you used to have a major boner for him but what was your your boy Ashley Barnes my boy Ashley Barnes <laughs> but uh that blank just to be honest what do you think about Burnley this season with the whole contracts? Hendricks going on a free and the other lad, who's the other person? And you can't sign anybody, uh, potentially losing the manager. Like, is that not hanging over them? I don't expect them to perform any differently under him. Like, God no, but are they not going to be struggle if they're not able to replenish the ranks? Their squad is very small. Like, when you're looking at their players here, if they keep everyone that they currently have, I think their defense is okay. Um, their midfield though they've only six midfielders in the Hendrick game. was a good player for them like yeah he wasn't always guaranteed but like, he was a good player to come in had a little bit about him and they're not replacing him Goodmanson was injured for all the last season but like their midfielders are Dwight McNeil who was good Westwood is fairly consistent then they've Jack Cork who's currently injured Robbie Brady who's been injured for about two seasons Goodmanson's been injured for about two seasons and Brownhill so like if one of those injury prone <laughs> guys gets injured for another two seasons one of those very like they're screwed and then they've like Wood, Rodriguez, Barnes, and Vidra. So they're okay everywhere except yeah, in midfield. Wood and Rodriguez up front, won't it? Um, I don't know. I'm not as keen. I, the, the the big player for them was Pope, who we said last year was set and forget, was unbelievable value, unbelievable points return. He's gone up now to 5.5. On last year's numbers, he's still the, probably the best goalkeeper to get in. But I don't see, I don't see him returning the same points, which means the price increase might have a... Uh, done them out for me yeah now I, I still possibly might get one of their defenders in even would like because they play Leicester Southampton Newcastle West Brom Brighton Palace in the first 10 games the blank is really annoying but other than that it's not too bad but well, I could be wild card and yeah Southampton Newcastle around that yeah yeah definitely have a consider consider one of the cheap defenders but not I don't think the same force I'm not as keen on the start of the season as it was the start of last season. Yeah, their squad is very light. And like you said, if Sean Dyche went, then it's over. But I don't think he's going to go, is he? Where is he going to go? I haven't on? heard anything recently. I know the end of last season, he was giving out stink about the not renewing the contracts. But um, yeah, it's not a great position to be in, just losing players and not being able to buy anybody. Yeah, especially when you're kind of operating on a shoestring budget every season. And yeah. 
I suppose at least they don't have Europe. Do you remember they were in Europe and like they were nearly <laughs> relegated? That, that wasn't the start last season. That was season four. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on to who I think are going to be one of the most exciting teams from an FPL point of view. Uh, uh, Chelsea. Yeah. You going to disagree? I'm not disagreeing. I'm just their defense is so fucking bad. It's fucking like it's one of the worst defenses in the top half of the table. Like the amount of goals they concede, the players that they have, the crap that I've been talking in the last couple of months. Like, why does he keep buying attacking players? Havertz is the last player they need. They should go out and buy Koulibaly. It's more fun. <laughs> Do you ever play football manager and you just buy all of the forwards and you're like, yeah, I still have Phil Jones yeah. at, at a- the back. Automatic but... pass to midfield, yeah, whatever <laughs> it is. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I kind of want to wait and see. You're, I think you're going to say the same thing. You're going to like, they create a lot of chances. They score a lot of goals. Uh, Werner's a huge upgrade on Tammy Abraham. Um, Pedro's gone William's gone but they've gotten in Botsman Zayek and um, probably Havert like they will score goals but they, they could be anything in the first couple of weeks like you can't just buy all these lads throw them in there put them in front of a shitty defence um, and just like say they're going to steamroll everybody I could honestly see them losing the Brighton on the first day how fun would that be <laughs> it would be good it'd be like a cat amongst the pigeons because is I, it away or home I mean it just it's away their first five games, they play Brighton, West Brom, Palace, Southampton. And then even if you go outside that, it's Burnley, Sheffield United, and Newcastle. So in the first 10, they've seven okay fixtures. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving out. I'll probably have Werner in game week three for that West Brom, Chris Palace, Southampton run. Uh, see how he gets on the first two weeks. But I, I'm not fully on the old Chelsea bandwagon. Um, I don't think Frank Lampard's some sort of magician manager. Uh, he just has all these players now. Like, is Mount going to be dropped? Like, probably their highest score midfielder. That actually, he was their highest score midfielder last season. He's not going to play if Havertz is there, surely. I, I, I don't know why they're getting Havertz. He's quality, but like you said, if they're going to spend upwards like, of 50 million on him, do go and get Koulibaly or something. I think I'm just confused as to how they're actually going to set up and play and what they're going to do. Like, are they going to play Kante in the middle with? Kovacevic and Jorginho's gone and then it's one of Mount or Havertz Havertz I need to learn how his name is <laughs> then there's the likes uh, Loftus-Cheek has come back uh, Billy Gilmore like, they're not really going to be able to give lads the minutes they need yeah Adoy is surely not going to be just jumped straight. I, I could honestly see him starting Abraham and Adoy on the first game as a kind of a oh by the way I haven't forgotten about you you guys still are Chelsea and the lads have to prove themselves yet or else he just fucks them all out the window and goes, you're done for. Like, i got these new guys now. Good luck. I don't know. It, it's difficult. I thought one of the guys we slated most last season, uh, who actually looks like he's going to be Poo-poo. good, uh, Pulisic, <laughs> thought eight and a half million. If he didn't get that hamstring injury at the end of last season, he could have been straight into my team. Like, I'd yeah. much prefer him to Zaya. Who was it? Was um, it against Liverpool? Um, he ripped him apart. He, yeah. He fucking ghosted through them. But he just looks, he looks better than I thought he was going to be. He does look injury prone though. So uh, I think he's going to be very hot and cold. It's probably the same as last season. Like when he's good, he's amazing. And when he's poor, he's absolutely nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Like he got nine goals and eight assists in 1,700 minutes. It's pretty good going. Yeah. Like I didn't realize he missed that much of the season. Like he probably. Yeah. He's very direct. I mean, he didn't miss. Like he was on the bench for a good bit, but as in like he wasn't just injured. But yeah, he'd be my go. I, I'm going to have Werner in my team in game week one, to be honest. I'm struggling to 
COE's not no, um, like just Brighton, even the likes of Liverpool at home. Um, Could be a goal, yeah. Chelsea, I know it was the end of the season and Liverpool were drunk, but like they put it up to them in spells and uh if yeah. they want to put up any kind of semblance oh, oh. of a not a title challenge, but if they if they want to go be at the top table and like compete against the big boys, they're gonna have to Re- do something in that five, second game. Five defenders and a goalkeeper. Uh, <laughs> um, no, maybe that what we're saying then is just look at the attacking options. It's Pulisic, it's Werner, it's maybe someone on the other side. If if Adoy nails down a spot or if Jermaine Zajac, Zajac. Jeez, I don't know if these lads are. Zayek. Zayek uh, nails down a, a spot. Um, I don't understand. though. I don't understand. I think he's quality. Like I like them at Ajax, but I don't really understand. Remember last season, uh, they were doing everything they could to keep Hudson Odoi at the club, and yeah. he was linked with Byron yeah. the whole time. He's good though, and they promised him the world. He got injured, and did he get COVID as well? Yeah, I think he did. One of the first players, wasn't he? Yeah, but like his version of COVID was he was on Sky Sports News cycling on a bike at <laughs> home, going, "Yeah, I feel fine," with two yeah. thumbs up. I don't think he was there. But uh, I just don't know how you're going to keep him. Pulisic, Werner, Zayet, all happy. I, I think the biggest loser Mount. is going to be Mount. Yeah. Which is disappointing because I, I think he actually was really good. Um, he was a really good player. But um, Adoy didn't do as bad as you might think. I'm trying to open it up here. So last season, five assists and one goal in 800 minutes. I didn't think he got that many returns. It's not bad. But like that's that's 10 minutes at the end of games and like he was injured and all this. Like if he did get a run a game you'd imagine he'd be able to produce but he's up against your man now it's going to be 50 50 a lot of chopping and changing it's very hard to bring him in it's this day and age is really weird because like i just talked about four players for three positions and i was like you can't keep them all happy i remember back in the day and like united had two players for every position and that was a big cliche like you need two players for every Pep position does it pretty and, well like i don't know if he does it very well but no, he, no, does no, it. A, he does it but he keeps them happy as in like there seems to be a way to keep lads on the bench happy and I don't know if Adoy would be happy to sit behind your man now for a season yeah now, especially Tam- after Tammy would be gone surely he can't hang around on the Tammy's bench. a Villa player though isn't he yeah I know but he should go to Villa then <laughs> <laughs> like he can't he's probably third choice now if you're going to last end of last season's form yeah I just have a feeling I think Chelsea could be the team people are clamoring to get attacking players in after two or three game weeks I think they're going to Hit the ground running. Yeah, no, it could be like four three, four two, all this kind of crap. And like you said, their defense is shocking. Even the likes of Azpilicueta, who's been a great FPL option, um, he's still dear enough at six million. But like yeah. at the end of last season, he was looking a bit of a liability. Like he's just quite slow. Yeah, I had him actually at the end of the season. I think I got a few points out of him with a clean sheet, but that's nothing to do with him. <laughs> it might have been something with the other team. Um, but you're right. Like lads get in behind him the whole time. Did Alonso. he get sent off? Oh my god, Alonso still in that club. Yeah, I know. Well, if they get Chilwell, well, Chilwell's days are probably I don't think really of Chilwell. I would only bring in Chilwell very quickly either, but I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of Chilwell, to be honest. Um don't think he's an amazing defender. I think he's kind of gone downhill at Leicester. I would, I would have said two, three seasons ago, I couldn't wait to see this guy, what he's going to do. And now I'm like, meh. Yeah, I remember watching him against Atletico Madrid in the Champions League and he came on and he absolutely tore them apart. He was like a mix of Ryan Giggs and Roberto Carlos, like he just covered <laughs> that the left. left wing and he just, like Atletico are one of the best defensive teams and they shut up shop and they're like a bastard to play against, but he just went through them. But he hasn't really done enough for me since. Look, he's a huge upgrade on Alonso and Emerson though. 
Yeah, true. Reese <laughs> James at five million could be good if he gets a game. Like if they play a back five and Asby moves into the oh, center. They play a back five, I'm even more confused. What do they do in midfield? Five. <laughs> five, Four, two, three. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> Moving on to Crystal Palace. Ooh. And uh, Crystal and Palaces are two fine things in life, Kirk, that people I hate desire. Crystal Palace. But uh, when you put them together and. Uh, Name a football team after them. I don't know it's how. Not quite the same. How are these guys are still in the Premier League? And they were like top ten going into the break, weren't they? And then they lost every single game after it. Ugh. They have a poor team. And uh, I'm not looking at any Palace players. There's no value, no big hitters. Uh, forget it. Okay. For completeness' sake, let's just mention their fixtures. So they're playing Southampton, United, Everton, Chelsea in the first four. <laughs> not great. They have an okay run then at Brighton and Fulham, but then they play Wolves. I have no interest in Palace. The only person I'm interested in, uh, I think half the game are going to have him because he's four million, and it's oh, yeah. rumored that he's going to be playing. Yeah. They bought him. Is that like Kelly last year? Maybe, but they've they went out and bought this guy. He had good form last season. He's four million. Let's keep an eye on Nathan Ferguson in preseason. See how many minutes he gets. Um, They've no defenders though. Like Van Anhalt is injured, Cahill's injured, Tompkins is injured, Sack is injured. I read something on Twitter Sack. the other day. Jesus, that uh, they've only two or three defenders that are contracted past twenty twenty one. Like their defense is just a shambles. So Ferguson as the so the start starting the season will be Ward, Kelly, Ferguson, and Mitchell. Yes, sounds like some of <laughs> standards. Sounds appetizing. Ferguson and Mitchell Alliance. Instead of row. Um other than that, if they got a nice run of fixtures, uh, I might look at Jordan Ayu as a six million forward. I think forward spots are a bit too valuable to have Jordan Ayu in your team. But uh yeah. he was their talisman last season, like Saha is the big name, but Ayu's the one who got the goals when it mattered. I don't know if any of them even scored enough points last season for me to be looking at them. Like a lot of people had Kelly, he got sixty four points overall. I don't know. I just think there's other players. Milojovic isn't really a thing anymore. No, he had a couple of good seasons where they happened, got. But... Palace used to be the United of the league. They got a Penalties. penalty every second uh-huh. week. He's a great penalty taker, but uh, not going anywhere near my team. Yeah, like not last year, but the year before he got twelve goals. The year before that, he got ten goals, and I'd say they're all penalties. Yeah, it's just dried up. Three last year. Yeah. So we move on to the next team and um, avoid Palace if you weren't sure. <laughs> what we were saying there uh, oh here's another one favorite of yours everton i'm not sure what to make of them to be honest didn't they they picked up and then they they were shit they picked up and then they went shit again i thought he's a good manager though it's hard to, it's hard to know i right now i have nobody on the on the watch list but they've got a couple of fixtures. where's that fixture um they've got a run of fixtures i think it's two to ten yeah on papers okay so they play west brown palace brighton Southampton, Newcastle, Fulham, Leeds. Yeah. Like, what I are Everton? I don't know. Like, what? No, but like, if you're the guy who owns Everton, who's apparently a really rich man, or you're an Everton fan, like, what are they? Are they? They're not a top four team. They're not a top six team. Are they top eight? Is that where they come in? They're not bad on the day. They have a few good players, but I don't know. What do you do with them? I don't know. Now, who's has... the centre half right now? Keane and. Uh, Mina or Holgate, I think. I think they got a bit unlucky at the end of the season. 
Mina and Holgate were injured, and uh, that young lad came in. Bra- I can't remember. Great weight. And he was a bit shaky, but like I think it was he only 18 or 19. But uh, everything for me comes down to my man, Dina. Dear Dude. man. I think I you just, a, do you have a poster of him on your wall in your bedroom? If I still had posters I, on I'd my wall, I'd think about it. There's just something about him. Like I, lo- I love a defender that takes set pieces that just... How did he do last year overall? He didn't do great, but he still got eight assists. So he was, would he have been just would he have been behind Robertson and Trent without looking at the stats? And Doherty maybe got eight assists as well. Like and I think he had a fairly average season. Um, yeah, 120 points. Which it's not great, but I think six million with those fixtures, with his attacking threat, if he could uh rule out some of the yellow cards, he gets some of the stupidest red, yellow cards. Yeah, reds, didn't he, as well? He's like such an aggro little fucker, like he's just <laughs> angry and he He's French. Yeah. I like him like Is that racist? Player. Um No, we'll go with no. No. There's way worse stereotypes for French people <laughs> than angry. I wouldn't have went angry. Um That's a see. step up from a lot of them. But uh I see where he is on my list I'm there. looking at Dina and Richarlison, to be honest. Um Richarlison's a bit off putting because he's a forward now and he's actually he's still eight eight million. He was eight million last season. And he got 165 points. Like, that's good going. Just look at my table here. Dinya's not very good on it. Oh, like points and per million, whatever the hell it is. Ooh, he's way down the list. He's quite expensive. He's a premium defender playing for an average team. I think if you put Dinya on the City team, the Chelsea team, and even the United team, he would get a lot of points. Yes. Because you're, you're getting the defensive kind of solidness. But... If you had Dina overlapping Rashford instead of Shaw, like the amount of times Shaw goes past Rashford and his crosses hit the first man. He tries to shoot. It's a, Yeah, he drills it hard near post and it usually hits the first defender. If that was Dina, I think he'd get 10 assists plus for United. Why isn't anybody trying to pick him up then? Like, you could think about it like Spurs could do with him. United could do with him. I think even City. City could, well, yeah, I don't know what they're doing at the moment with the two lads, but... Three lads there, Cancelo, Kuzinchenko, and Mendy. Um, Chelsea could imagine have. he'd be expensive. Imagine he'd be cheaper than Chilwell. Yeah, he probably would be. He's played for some of the best teams in Europe. Like he's played for Barca, PSG. Um, yeah, you'd imagine Chelsea must be thinking. Maybe it's the English thing. They need a. I take I take Matt United, in a heartbeat. To be honest, he's you've talked him into my team, even though you said you don't like him. Uh, <laughs> I think it's just the price. I think if he's five and a half. Five and a half, and it's not even a question. This six million is what is making me think about him. I think I I put a table together just of points per million per per minute played, and he's just so far down the list. Like if I play a four, four two, and I have my Trent, Doherty, Dina, Vinagre, Vinegar. I'm going to call him Vinegar. Vinagre, <laughs> and uh, probably your man Ferguson is a four million. I don't know if this is going to work, like. I think there's a lot of points in that defence. Anyway, we'll move on to the next team shortly, but before I do that, what do you think of uh, DCL? His goals totally dried up near the end of last season. He's now 7 million, so he's gone up in price. He's gone up a whole million. What's happened to, to Keane? He got 13 goals, Calvert-Lewin, but I'd say he got none in the, since lockdown, did he? He seemed to be still playing, though. They're playing 4-4-2. Does he miss big dunk? 
Big Dunk was his manager. <laughs> big Dunk firing him up. Molding him into... Was he not hanging around there, Big Dunk, as assistant manager? Yeah. Um, Keane, I don't know. He still, they were talking about him moving on, but I'd imagine Ancelotti would rather uh, Keane and Carlson in front than fucking Dominic yeah. Carvalhoon, But He's dropped a whole million in price. He's shown nothing in his time in England. Like, But before he moved, he's one of those guys, I think he played five games for Italy, scored three or four goals. He scored a few important goals for Juve. Like, he's got ability. Yeah, I, I know none, none of the Everton lads are on my radar just because I can't, I can't really 100% say they're going to do anything. As in, like, fixture-wise, form, like, just too too uncertain. So you conclusively ruling out T.O. Walcott from your team? Not 100%. I'd say 99%. He did score that goal against Villa, which was brought very <laughs> many Great joy. joy. So uh, we'll take a look at the next team, and it's another... Uh, Damp squib, Fulham. Yeah, weird. I won't lie, like, on a pod where we both pretend to be football experts, and I think for the most part we bluff quite well, <laughs> I know nothing about Fulham except uh, Mitrovic. I only know this about Fulham. For what teams that got promoted, they scored fuck all goals. Okay. They kept the ball a lot farting around. As a championship team coming to the Premier League, whose philosophy is to try to keep the ball, <laughs> I think they're fucked. <laughs> 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 I yeah. love the the definiteness of that. But their fixtures are good because they play Arsenal at home in the on the opening day. But after that, they play Leeds, Villa, Wolves, Sheffield United, Palace, West Brom, West Ham, Everton, Leicester. Like yeah, you know what? I I think if Parker is sensible, he'll set them as a, as a team who's hard to beat. Yeah, I might take a punt on a cheap playing defender. Okay. And to be honest, we don't really know who they are. I think they'll struggle for goals. I think they'll be I'm pretty confident they'll be the lowest scoring team in the league. Yeah. FPL are such pricks though, aren't they? Like all of their defenders are four and a half million. And then your man, uh, Joe Bryan, who scored the two goals in the playoff yeah. final, they're like, we'll add on a half million to him. <laughs> yeah, I know. I had him in one of my drafts and I was like, why am I spending half why am I spending five million on a full defender? Um midfield, like I had Anthony Knockhart in my team for Brighton a few times and it's not good. Yeah. But I right, let's talk about the one player before we uh, move on. Mitrovic. Yeah, the Carroll uh, of the championship. He's Premier League class. Like He's kind of shown that he can get some goals in the Premier League. Now, I mean... Yeah, you know what the problem is? The last time we saw Fulham, they were like a free-flowing attacking team who got hammered all the time. So he had chances. So he had chances. There were balls going in that he could at least try to get on the end of. I just... I, and I didn't see a lot of them and the man the championship man isn't here but uh, <laughs> I just think they're going to sit back and they're going to try to keep the ball but they won't be good enough and they're just going to become a team who are holding on for nil alls all the time he's a good finisher though he takes penalties he's good in the air so do you think if they're only creating one or two chances a game and he manages to nick a goal it's going to be good for bonus yeah, but and if they're you want to win your team for in a, in a pa- what's that patch there Leeds Villa in the First three game weeks, and then game week six: Palace, West Brom, West Ham, Everton. I don't know. I don't know if these guys are any chance of staying up. It's going to be draws and little scrappy one nils. Um, I think he scored five goals in his first six games for Fulham the last time they were in the Premier League. He scored the, a few goals for Newcastle. There's a lot of buzz about him because I think because of that record he had, but I don't think he's gotten better. I think Fulham have gotten worse, and he's an angry fucker as well. So <laughs> he's going to get red card city. To be honest, 
when it comes to the six million forwards, he's near the top of my list and he's in my current draft. Um, there's not much value in the forwards, is there? That's the same. Six million is probably why. Yeah. There's nobody five and a half million and below that I really want that's going to be a playing player. So we'll move on from Fulham. Um, you could have Joe Linton. <laughs> for under six. And for six. Oh, Jesus. It's a good conversation, actually. Who would you pick at your six million? Because there are a bunch of uh, fucking oddballs. Well, I'd rather Mitrovic. I'd rather Shea Adams. Um, are you Rodriguez? McBurney? Jesus. Someone like Origi goes to on loan to someone. Five Actually, not to be honest. Be no, to be honest, I'd rather there's other people I'd rather even have a point on. Right, we'll move on to the next team anyway. Fulham are probably a no-go anyway, other than Mitrovic for me. It's a no for you. Uh, a team I know you like for the start of the season and could be being overlooked, Leicester. Yep. Um, Leicester City think, Tigers. I think no, people forget how good Leicester just were. Leicester City. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole, whole guy, wasn't it? He wanted to change the name to Tigers. And then he got, he got to do a pisser about it because they wouldn't let him. Um, people forget how good Leicester were. But we're the Foxes. For fuck's but sake. a tiger would kill a fox. We're moving That's on. That's how that meeting went. But go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so people forgot how good Leicester were. Uh, and then they had a load of injuries after the um, after that break. Like they're missing pretty much their entire back line. Um, they still are. Matt Madison. <laughs> oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe it's not. It's too soon to jump on. But um, they're not a bad team. Everybody's fit. And you still have Vardy, like, who's top goal scorer. Like, I mean... He's not exactly going to go from top goal scorer to absolutely nothing. So Madison's back fit. They need Pereira back. Um, interesting to see what to do with Chilwell. If they get a bit of money for him, I would be expecting him to pick up a half decent replacement. I thought maybe the guy from Norwich. Um, is it Jamel Lewis or is it like Godfrey? Who Lewis is the left back. Lewis is, isn't he? Yeah, Aaron's is the right back and Godfrey's centre half. Yeah, they're so, all good. I think yeah. they should all move. I think Lewis, I think, was talked about. Liverpool were asking about him. I think. If you get 80 million for Chilwell and they pick him up for 20 million or whatever. The hell if you get 80 million for Chilwell, you've just won at football. <laughs> That's shocking. Wait, well, how much are they actually paying? Is it 50? It or could something? be 50 million yeah. pounds. But like, the, as long as they replace him with someone half decent and Madison's back in, Vardy's fit. And he is replaceable. Oh, totally replaceable, yeah. Um, Soyuncu was injured, wasn't he? Yeah, he's back now. And so, then he got suspended. In now, the end they, of the and fairly, keep an eye on it though, because there is talk of Milan coming in for him or someone, isn't there? Um, but like I think people just forget Leicester were really good. Like Leicester were like second by a good distance before Christmas or around Christmas time. Then they fell apart a little bit. City picked up, and then they fell apart completely at the end. But they still could have gotten fourth on the last day of the season, and they probably could have given it a better shout or a better shot if they had the all the players. Yeah, lockdown came at a bad time. For oh yeah, definitely. So, but if you look at the the old flags on the FPL site, three of their starting four prayers. defenders. Back soon though, isn't he? Johnny Evans is really important to them. I think both of them are back in October. October? Oh yeah. fuck me. The season starts in September, but still. Um for me, I think it's Vardy or nothing, really. Um What with the defenders? Yeah, your man might start a couple of games, either Justin or uh, Thomas. Is he not a player on his own? Justin Thomas. Yeah. I don't know, then it's Thomas something else. Yeah, well, there's Justin and Thomas. Yeah. I think Justin's the guy that played right a bit back. more near the end of the season. One of them played right back instead of Pereira and the other one played instead of Chilwell. So I think uh, Justin's right back, Thomas is left back. Both four and a half. Yeah. So Could I mean, be a like, bit of value. Imagine you got them like for a few games before the rest and come back. Now, now, saying that, if there's a team with a two-day minutes, they're probably not going to do too well. 
I don't know. They're like they're a top sixteen. Now the fix their fixtures are one of my favourites for the start of the season. Do you think Vardy's being overlooked completely? I don't know what what's his percentage? Like is he is he is he massively overlooked? I think so. I think that extra half million on people like Werner is putting people off like it's weird how you would look for to Werner unproven in the Premier League against the Premier League top scorer. <laughs> yeah. They just slowed down so much near the end of last season. But uh he is Jamie Vardy. He's chat shit. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> like twenty three goals last season, the year before that eighteen, before that twenty, thirteen, twenty four. Like Oh, he's well down the list. Selected in thirteen percent of the teams at the moment. Werner thirty eight percent. It's kind of you're sacrificing, I think, another premium by getting Vardy in though. Ten million. I don't think he'll be a season keeper for me, but I think when the fixtures are good, um, he'll be in my team. Maybe just the first four weeks. The first five weeks. Yeah. He plays West Brom, Burnley, West Ham, and Villa. Doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, and the lesser score, it's probably fucking eighty percent chance it's him. <laughs> True. Or involved anyway. Um, you're kind of talking me around to. I wonder if there's any way I can have Werner and him and then maybe someone like a Brewster from Liverpool if he goes on loan. Oh, that's the golden one. Get to him in Liverpool. And that brings us on to Liverpool. Um, we probably don't need to spend too much time on these guys because everybody knows Poole, but they start off with Leeds at home. That's an interesting one. Yeah. I don't know about to make it Leeds. Your man Bielsa is an interesting manager. I don't know a lot of players, though. Um, is there a striker Bamford? Like they're he's starters. their only striker in the game. Yeah, Bamford. I don't think he's great. Five and a half million. He's not. He gets loads of chances, but he's not a good finisher. He's, not a, he's a championship yeah. player. He's a Tammy. Yeah, he'll score you 20, 25 goals in the championship. He'll go to the Premier League. He'll score you six. They goals. have money and they've got a good manager. They got a, they're a big t- club. I wonder. Now we're talking about Liverpool. Remember? So. Oh shit! I talk about Leeds now. <laughs> it's just Liverpool happen to be playing Leeds. I think Leeds are in trouble on the first day. A lot of people are kind of going on about how good they were in the championship. Bielsa is a great manager. Yeah, they'll no, wanna they're, not set, a, they're not set up to, to deal with it. They'll want to put a marker down. And I'm like, I want to put a marker down, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's about ability. Like, And they're playing the best team in the league at Anfield. Yeah, no, I don't see this ending well for them. Um, it's hard because they're not the right... I don't know if they play the right way to go to Liverpool. But what, a, what a step up like. Yeah, being the best team in the championship or one of the best teams in the championship. And so, are you going to whip out your now customary no day one triple captainship? <laughs> I'm actually no. I'm maybe I would have if it was a normal season, but I just think the uncertainty. If of, it was Fulham or West Brom, Leeds are the, the kind of tough promoted team. I think. I think Leeds will be well drilled anyway. But anyway, <laughs> Liverpool aren't about Leeds on the first day, so they play Leeds, but then they play Chelsea and Arsenal. Two, like two, two teams with not great defenses. Really. Two teams that they could actually fucking hockey, or will end up in a, a trial slug fest. Like I wouldn't want to be on a whole load of Liverpool assets with them, but maybe. Right. So let's wrap this up because Liverpool are a, a known oh, okay, entity. Right. Who are your Liverpool players from the start of the season? Trent, Salah, and then either a cheap midfielder like Keita or Brewster if I could get him on loan somewhere. Okay. Nabi Keita. No, he'll change clubs though when he goes on loan. So, yeah, look at somebody else. Nabi Keita, five and a half million, one percent ownership. You're going to be like the only person. Yeah, you know I got him in last season and I fucking sold him 
and then he played all the rest of the games. Then he did a goal. He did a goal. What a goal though he did. Then he did it's against Chelsea. <laughs> then uh, he did a goal. Screamer. For me, my uh, game week one team is definitely going to have Trent in it. It's definitely going to have Salah in it. What do you think about the argument that uh, there's no point just having one Liverpool defender because everyone's going to have Trent. Whatever happens, you're not going to make any ground. Like You need to have two Liverpool defenders if you want to do anything. If you want to get anything out of their clean sheets, you need to double up. Everybody's not going to have Trent because he's expensive. So you're punishing those people straight off. He's not expensive though. Oh no, he's not expensive for the points. He's expensive yeah. as a defender, which people will avoid. But uh, you're still going to get points on 40% of the people playing the game. Um, I think they kind of bottled a bit. He went up 0.5 million and he got 210 points as a defender. Yeah, no, he, he should, should have went up at least a million. He should be probably 9 million. Like, compare him to midfielders and points. Like, why isn't he higher? But um, there will be people who won't have him. People who just will think there's better value in Van Dijk or else people who just don't want to pay that much money for a defender. Yeah, I... I'm thinking of, I was thinking of doubling up on the defence but I don't like their opening few fixtures I think there's goals there for some of the other teams yeah Chelsea, and they, they didn't play very well at the end of last season it kind of ruins the confidence in the whole clean sheets as well were they just drunk though were they just drunk they'd won the league long time coming they didn't um, play like they were like there was one game where they were absolutely fucking they are definitely smashed there was Robertson was running in circles uh, Robertson was hammered for a few he games was, but he was really good then the last two or three games um, is there any value in dropping down to Robertson or Van Dyke? Not Robertson, because I think for half a million it's not worth it. Van Dyke's about a million cheaper. But I Robertson don't think he's... is the top scoring defender in the game, like ever, isn't he? The record. He's the record high points. Oh, the season before. Yeah. Did he get more than yeah two hundred and thirteen? So like, what if he underperformed a little bit last season? Trent over like Trent's not going to bang in free kicks left, right, and center every week. It's a very hard thing to do. Robertson gets a few more assists. He takes corners from one side. I don't think he's an alternative. I think you either have Trent and no other Liverpool players or you have Trent plus a Van Dyke. What, what if you went Van Dyke and Robertson? It's quite expensive. <laughs> and yeah. I don't know if you're going to... I think if you're going to do that, just get in Trent and there's yeah. cheaper defenders. I think you just you just take Trent, you cancel out the other lads and you, you make your differential on the other player. Cool. Uh, before you wrap up, Liverpool, is it Salah over Mane or do you think there's an argument? No, Salah, if you're having him, I won't have Salah all season. Same. But um, You won't have him for the whole season or you won't own him? I won't have own him for the whole season. But he'll you be, will own him. He'll be in and out. Um, I just Jesus, I, we didn't even talk about it, but like the amount of premiums in midfield, like Aubameyang, Salah, De Bruyne, Sterling, uh, Fernandes, Mane. Mane. Like, fucking hell. Son, if you want to go down like, to 9 like, million. You know what's going to happen is we're going to chop and change. We're going to keep chasing points and good fixtures and we're going to miss <laughs> most of them. Yeah. And some prick will be on a zombie team with Salah captain and he'll fucking <laughs> do as well. Cool. So moving on to Manchester and it's Manchester City first. City. Um, city. Yeah, what do you think of City? I think they'll win the league. Is that just your kind of and Liverpool pool thing. It's your Liverpool kind of hedge in your bets. Um, no, I think if you look at the numbers from last season, if you go on to anything, um, expected goals, expected goals against, expected points, City are top. And City are top by not like a little bit, they're top by a fucking a lot. Um, the if they can sort out their defense, maybe Ake, maybe somebody else, um, they're still the best team in the league. City lost nine games last season. I know, but I remember that's a Hampton game. 
they battered Southampton. Like, if that was played again, it would be like 8 0 to City. Um, but they did do that a lot. Like, the, fair enough, once off is a odd, then nine of them is it's not coincidence. But they're still the best team in the league, and they still have all the best, uh, I think, options in terms of defenders. They're mostly cheats. Midfielders are Mares, Sterling, De Bruyne, and then forwards. Aguero is probably the best forward in the game if he stays fit. So, loads of City. Foden, fucking, I don't know, any of them. I'm going to respectfully disagree. Liverpool were 18, respectfully. Liverpool were 18 points clear of them. Um, City haven't done any good business yet. They brought in Ake, who I think is a good defender, but Pep's such a mad scientist. That is he going to play two left-footed centre backs? I know. Each other? I've read that thing as well. But like, surely people play two right side, or people often play two right-footed centre halves because there's not a fucking host. Like, how many players are left-footed? One in ten? I don't know. <laughs> I just made up a stat. I'm just saying, like, if I know, I remember playing football and we had to fucking look for a guy who was left-footed to play left back. You're always like, of the fifteen lads playing your local team, two lads were left-footed. Like, yeah, but this is like one of the richest and best football no, yeah, teams in no, the world. My point like is, finding left-footed players isn't a problem to them. It will be when you're trying to find a decent centre half. And the problem is, they probably have the best left-footed centre half in the league. <laughs> but with Laporte, my so point is, there must be loads of instances where the centre halves are both right-footed. Yeah. Why can't they play two left-footed? Because it's like in boxing, like, <laughs> with a southpaw. It's just it's just going to get awkward. So it is. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Pep. First choice centre half pairing is going to be Ake in Laporte. I think Ake is going to be back up to Laporte and he might play left back a little bit. Who and buy another defender? I, th- I think they're going to buy a right sided defender because your man Garcia wants to leave. Yeah. He says he's not signing a new deal. Did Fern- Fernandinho work out at centre half? I don't know no, if he did. I don't think so. I think they need they, they need to buy Koulibaly. Everybody needs to go out and buy <laughs> Koulibaly. Chelsea, City, the money. United. Even Poole, just get cool. Yeah, they, they were actually talking about burning them up with Van Dyke. Madness. Um, um, I just go back to those numbers, like just so you know, like what I was looking at. So expected goals, right, over last season. Number one, Man City, 102. Number two, Chelsea, 76. Number three, Liverpool, 75. And then a gap to United. Expected goals against. Number one, City, 37. Number two, Wolves. 37 point something and United third 38. But what were their expected league titles? Expected points. So this would be expected league title. <laughs> expected points for City, 86. Expected points, Liverpool second, 74. So Liverpool fluked the league. They fucking did. Shit. Wasn't news. expecting that to happen. Breaking news. Um, yeah, no, City are, City are still the team to beat. I think that's, that's the point. <laughs> I think they're weaker this season than they were last season. Like Sané's gone. I know he didn't really get a look in, but he's one of the best attacking players on his day in the league. Aguero's a year older. He's injured every second week. Yeah. Gabriel Jesus. Can't finish his breakfast. Like, he gets the into all the best chances. positions. Yeah, I think he's got the highest XG in the league. But, uh, I don't know. Your man Ferran Torres is coming in right wing. He's not going to play that much. Looks like a good player, but like ahead of Mares, Sterling, Foden... Bernardo, so I think he's going to be a squad player. Um, so, what do you think of KDB and Sterling? Both eleven and a half million, decent value. Uh, KDB is still fucking amazing value. I think at that. If he, like the thing is, he's not like a, he had a fluky season. He is that good. Yeah. Um. So I'm 
If he's on penalties, not as good as Jordan Henderson, though. Well, according to the newspaper, man. If you take it, you could have two Hendersons for the price of KDB. Yeah, I'd have two Hendersons. <laughs> but if he's yeah. on penalties, the price rise doesn't bother me because the, I was last season he started the season as not the penalty taker, and look at look look at what he was doing. Yeah. Now. There's going to be pods where we're going to go into more strategy just when we've kind of done a bit more research. So I don't want to go into what are you doing for the whole season, like City blanking game week one, what's your plan to get them in, etc. I tell you if you want. But uh, who's essential? Is it KDB? KDB for Do me is think essential. Aguero is underpriced at 10.5? Yes. If he's fit? If he's fit. He's probably the best FPL striker in the game. Uh, Defensive-wise, you can't trust the full-backs because they're going to get rotated. Defensive-wise, they're the most likely team to get a clean sheet week in, week out. So I will be getting a defender of some sort. Yeah? Yeah, if I can afford it, like, they're the best defence. Okay. You've bigged them up a lot. I yeah. still think it's your... The numbers back them up. I think it's your Liverpool head kind of... just showed you the numbers on the screen. Cover your ass kind of scenario. But we'll move on to United. Manchester is red. Yep. Um, and unfortunately, they have another one of those pesky game week one blanks, which just paint a hole. It makes it awkward for people, but I say it season in, season out. I like stuff that makes it hard for people, but I haven't looked into how I'm going to solve it. So I'm not liking it <laughs> at the minute, but hopefully I'll find a solution. So a lot of people who don't know will do something random and beat you. Yeah, but look, their first five game weeks, they blank, but then they play Palace, Brighton and Newcastle. It's not... It could be a lot worse, but then they have Spurs, Chelsea, and Arsenal either side of all that. The fixtures aren't great. And to be honest, City's fixtures are kind of patchy as well. And there's part of me kind of wants to not have a United or a City player for the first six game weeks. Am I crazy? Yes. Okay. First off, City against Wolves and Leicester, they'll beat both of them. They'll beat Leeds, they'll beat Arsenal, they'll beat West Ham, they'll beat Sheffield United. I, I said like five weeks. Like you can't go on that far. No, but like I'm saying it did the. the it's yellow and red on the tracker. Like, they're tough games. Oh, and this is my tracker I just made oh, up. I didn't oh. put too much thought into it. Even this one. Like, they, they they do call out kind of like Wolves and Leicester is like average. Leeds is easy. Arsenal at home. Arsenal at home. Like, City are going to win that game. Like, that's that should be a... City pound Arsenal every yeah, season. that should be a big KDB gets about 15 game. points every game. Like, realistically, if, if City win the league or whoever wins the league, they're only going to lose five games. Like, they're fixture-proof these guys like Liverpool and City if you're thinking they're going to win the league they could potentially win every single game okay. that's the kind of uh, now we're on United so show a bit of respect so, so the, the United, key points for me are the position swaps so Martial is now forward Rashford and Greenwood are midfielders how does that affect you? Um, what do you, where do you think you know you're going to finish? third third by like with a gap or like you know in thereabouts until Christmas and fade away. Depends on the business. I think I think their defence gets a lot of slack, but the numbers, it's actually quite good. Yeah, Did no. you say it's the second best or third yeah, best? Yeah, it's third best, I think. Um, like if Harry Maguire gets out of jail. Um, <laughs> what the fuck happened there? <laughs> a fucking slabhead decking people. But like, I think their defence is solid and like their midfield is decent enough. I think Matic still can do a job against most teams in the league. Yeah. Um, yeah. A calming influence. Sauce McTominay. He seemed to have kind of lost his way the second half of the season. He looked great at the start. Yeah, no, he did, yeah. He, he, uh, like he was going overran nail, City nail in that game. But uh, I think he still has a big future. Like he's he is probably gonna take on Matic's role yeah. going forward. But I don't know if he's disciplined. I, I don't do know what to make United like as an 
they were like unstoppable at the end of last season. Like goals, goals, goals for fucking Martial, Rashford, Fernandez, like just left, right, and center, Greenwood. I just feel like will they be able to maintain that? Their squad doesn't have a lot of depth. One injury, I think the whole thing might come apart. Yeah. Martial up front as the number nine, major doubts. Like again, 200 points last season. Oh no, he was good and he was brilliant for a portion as well. But I just, in my mind, if Ole had the balls, he would drop Martial, put Green up front and spend the money on Sancho, put him right. That would be ideal. Martial got 14 clean sheets last year as a midfielder. <laughs> so that's 14 points gone. Off they're, the they're Rashford's points now. And then, you know, 17 goals, take a point off all of them. Do the maths. And, yeah. Rashford, he did break his back during the season. <laughs> Fairness. I broke like my Batman. back. Spinal. Fucking Bane or whatever it was. Yeah. Or Mike Tyson. Like, I like to stick to the real world. <laughs> You're going with Bane. But uh, Mike Tyson actually break his back, or did he just say it? That's the funny interview, wasn't it? Yeah, I think he, back. he might have did like a disc and a, or a, a vert, <laughs> a small vertebrae, or but like it wasn't spinal. <laughs> but uh, Rashford, he wasn't the same when he came back, and um, I think his stats were okay, but just his finishing wasn't great. So he had okay XG, okay like expected assists, but he just didn't get too many. What's this? Sorry, what, 177. What was Marshall? 200. So that gap is. Gone with the switch. What do you think of Greenwood? Seven and a half. Greenwood he was is four and a half. Greenwood is my go-to United player right now. I'm, I'm taking a bit of a gamble on that, and I think he proves himself to be the best finisher at the club, and he has to and play in the world. <laughs> he basically has to play. Um, Martial's too hot and cold. I don't know how he keeps like I don't know how he's still at the club. To be honest, he seems to have these like patches where he's brilliant, and then everybody's like, "Definitely keep him." Oh, he's he's un- unstoppable. And then he goes off and disappears for a while. Gets he mopey. was a lot better last season, though. He wasn't as mopey. He seemed to be a lot happier. Except when he was taken off and he had a fucking strop. <laughs> yeah, but like managers will tell you, you, you yeah, wouldn't expect you to, see to see anything these else. Guys. Um, I, don't, I think it's hard. You think Fernandez is going to keep going the way he was? Uh, not to the extent that he was, but uh, he was one of the first names on my team sheet before the game week one blank. Yeah, um, no, that makes it harder. I think, like, Fact of life, United get penalties. People keep going, they can't keep getting that amount of yeah, penalties. No, and maybe they can't, but they're going to get a lot of penalties. They have those kind of fast yeah, players who are good at an dribbling. attacking team, three lads in a box. Uh, Bruno is a great penalty taker. I hate that little hop, skip and a jump kind of thing. Is but he still doing that? He did it the last day. What he did was? it the last day, but he did the jump and the keeper didn't move and then he just smashed it into the top corner. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. Like. But... Uh, even all the stats, his XG was pretty good. He's very creative. Um, I was one of his, not critics last season, but I was saying he can't keep going. Like He'd roll a five-yard pass to Martial, who'd score from 25 yards, or he'd pass it yeah, to Greenwood. and get a penalty. And yeah. Greenwood would score one of his XG 0.1 goals. And it's like, <laughs> that's not really an assist. But he just kept doing it. And he's the guy that they all looked at. They all passed the ball to him. He tries things. Um, I think he tries things is important. Like the, the numbers. Fernandez is going to get 200 points next season. Save this pod. 200 points. Yeah. 10 and a half million is no, he, nothing look, for him. Yeah, look, he can. Definitely can. But if he stays fit and he hasn't shown I just, any I reason think why he won't. If you look at his numbers, do you ever do the numbers and you don't take out the players who played like 10 minutes, right? And you're doing like XG per minute or you're doing assist, assist per minute. And like there's all these randomers who played five minutes, got a goal, so their numbers are like. Oh, yeah. he's in with them <laughs> that's how good his numbers are it's like he cannot maintain it 
Um, he doesn't need to though. No, but as in like, like if he maintains where, where this, he, where does he get three hundred points? Yeah, where does he settle at? Like, I take it he's taking penalties. He's going to be involved. He's going to get goals. I don't know to, to be honest. Um, it's a tin squad. United are going to be up and down a little bit. In my team now, just say my dream team. When you take out fixtures and the blanks in game week one, I was going to have Salah, KDB, and Bruno in my midfield. Like it was just locked in. Do you know those guys you were laughing at who were locked in before the fixtures? Yeah, I was locked in. <laughs> I'm not now, but uh, he's just in there. And like I'm not even his biggest fan. I just think he's gonna get points. He's like an I, I, I want him in my team because of the penalties. And I think ten and a half million. The penalties is huge. I think for United, like you said, they'll always get penalties. I don't think I can afford them. <laughs> I don't think he can compete with KDB. Like I was looking at the underlying numbers, but like since lockdown, he's better than Aubameyang. Yeah, I yeah, I just half million cheaper. What my problem is, I can't see that post break form like in Europe at the end, the very end of the season with the last two three games and the European games, he wasn't great. He was bollocks, though. I know he was absolutely <laughs> fucked. But maybe that says like, what are they going to do? Like they can't rest him. Is, is Fred coming from like in a? Oh, maybe they do rest him for Fred in a fucking small game, whatever. But um, I can't afford him and. I don't think he's a, a, a KDB or or Salah yes, that I have to have him. Yeah, I think it'll be different next season because ten and a half is a weird price point. Price. Point. I think he's the only guy in and around that since lockdown. Um, like United obviously had was eight or nine league games left. They had the FA Cup and they had the Europa League, and Solskjaer probably was thinking right of eight or nine league games and if these cup games to save my like, job. Not even that, but it's like we only have like under 25 percent of the season left i can play him in the cup games whereas at the start of next season he's not going to be playing in the league cup he's probably not going to play in the early rounds of the fa cup and he might just be a little bit fresher but yeah no i, I agree i just best luck trying to fit him into your team yeah i think he's a better option than rashford and greenwood and lots of people on twitter will disagree with that i had rash rashford in my first draft as like i have to have this guy with a change of position and then I switched to Greenwood because I kind of guessing he might grab the central spot. That's a pure fucking big guess. Um, and then Fernandez is just a price point. I just can't afford him. I'd, I'd have him in if um, I could afford him because he's just because he's taking the penalties. Mm. But um, it's tricky. Cool. We'll move on to the next team who are Newcastle. Skip. No. <laughs> Newcastle for the first couple of weeks have decent fixtures and cheap. Makes yeah. it easy to um West Ham, Brighton, Spurs, Burnley, United, Wolves, Everton, Southampton. I'm I'll not... be, I'll be wildcard in three or four, right? So I'm using Newcastle as enablers. Player guys who are gonna play might get me a few points and let me get in fucking another premium. Is there but, anyone in particular? Um Lachelles and Fernandez at the back, uh St. Maximum in midfield. Who else? I think that's it. Between the three of them, anyway. I, I, if the shells is fit, he's half million cheaper than Fernandez. And the maximum was uh, obviously really good at the end last season. Um, anybody else in there? I think Richie could be okay. He's five million. He takes all their set pieces. He takes penalties. Their fixtures are okay. Um, yeah, five million is an interesting price point because yeah. there's no real obvious four and a half millions. If you look at their fixtures there, from game week one to game week fourteen, they yeah. play Spurs and they play United, but. I think you know how they're going to set out as well. They're not going to change massively from last season. They're going to be, try to be solid and nick a goal. But they did score 
didn't they score after the break? There's a couple of games where they got two or three goals. Yeah, a bit of a change of pace for them. And um, they're going to be they're going to be cheap enough that you can bench them. That's it. Yeah, I think there's going to be enablers, but they're a decent team at the start of the season for enablers. I think Steve Bruce is probably going to be found out though. Like they just kind of rock up. They're they're hard to beat. They don't have much of an attacking threat, and if they concede early, like they've nothing else. <laughs> if they concede early, they're fucked. He's probably one of them. Are they one of those three teams or four that now? did well one season and then the following season get relegated? <laughs> I don't know. I actually thought they were going to struggle last season after they sacked um, Benitez, but Bruce did an okay job. Yeah. I think you called it. He's... I thought they were going to be tight, um, but they did okay. And there's a few cheap lads in there that I'd look at. Came thirteenth, which is very good. And um, we'll move on anyway, though. Cause... Be here all day if we spend ten minutes on Newcastle. So much to say about the money they're cheap. Um, Sheffield United, these are interesting for me because yeah. do you think they'll be found out after a great first season? I think they will a little bit. I love how you say that. You look like you're delighted about it. No, I'm, I'm like I'm suspicious about it. Um, I don't know. I think they've the exact same squad except they've swapped goalies. They've a good, they've an okay squad, but I think they've got a clever manager. And but how long can you? Like, do they have a clever manager or do they have sorry do they have a clever manager or do they have a clever manager who figured out one style of playing that works yeah and if well, anyone figures it out uh, that's that's what i'm afraid of it's like first season a bit of an unknown quantity some good players not brilliant players just good players yeah uh, they have a system they stuck to it played really well the minute they lost a couple of key players like remember egan and stevens and uh, united Norwood, hammered them they just Newcastle hammered fell them. Apart. I got a red card against Newcastle, but uh, um, I don't know. I wouldn't be ju- jumping to. And uh, Ramsdale's no Dean Henderson. <laughs> he does have a, yeah. a stake in his locker. Yeah, no, it's hard to make a case for him. I mean, if you're going to go for someone, it's probably Egan is probably the best priced. Um, but I don't know. It's. I, I think their fixtures are okay though. Wolves, Villa, Leeds, Fulham. I could see a lot. Of, I could see a lot of nilals. A lot that's of what uh, you want if you have their defenders. Yeah, so. I mean, like that's you could. Make a case for a defender. The four and a half days are gone, though, but you Lundstrom. can get Egan and Basham at Lundstrom. five O'Connell. No, Lundstrom. Lundstrom, five and a half million so there, there was your defender you could stick on the bench. Yep. And they've no forwards. McBurney, Moussa, McGoldrick. McGoldrick is the best non-scoring forward and has ever existed in life, ever. <laughs> Other than Firmino. Oh, yeah. Well, he got, he got a couple, at least. Right. McGoldrick got one. Just for the laugh, right? McBurney, Moussa. Goldrick, Billy Sharp. How many goals do you think they scored last season between them? Uh, I'll set the line at seven. Do you think over or under? McBurney, maybe three. Maybe three. Goldrick, one, so six, seven. I'd say over seven, but close. Ah, McBurney, six. Ah, there goes there go. that. I can't remember that. Moose, six. He had a little purple patch, didn't he? If McGoldrick gets six, I'm going home. <laughs> He's got two. <laughs> Uh, Billy Sharp, two maybe. Didn't he? Three. Okay, that was a bad line. Let's move on to the next team. Better than you thought. Two of them got six goals. (laughs) It's really good. Southampton. I think Southampton could be the team, to be honest, at the start of the season. Raffle. Ralph (laughs) Hasenhutl. Raffle Hootle. What a guy. Just, they lost to Leicester 9-0. And like everything was going wrong and he looked really sad. And it, was, <laughs> it was one of those that I'd say 80% of teams would have sacked the manager after 9-0. So he's going to Liverpool after when Klopp leaves. <laughs> he's a fucking... He's he's a has a, he has that same intensity kind of like 
charisma, whatever it and is. And he's just a big, scary fucker. <laughs> has that kind of intimidation factor. But anyway, Southampton, fixtures. Start with fixtures, because I think they're quite good. They play Palace, then Spurs. They play Spurs at home, which is a red fixture. But Southampton could beat Spurs at yes. home 2-0. Yeah. Then they play Burnley, West Brom, Chelsea, Everton, Villa, Newcastle, Wolves. Yeah, First 10 games are fine. I mean, definitely, these guys are benchable as well. Maybe Ings is probably the only one, if you're spending the money, he's not. The rest of them probably are. These are, like, McCarthy's probably a big option for people. Yeah. Um, Ings is probably then the other one. I think so, Kyle Walker-Peters could be okay at four and a half million. Um, he's moved permanent, permanently from Spurs. He didn't play much last year. Who was their starting right? Oh, well, they had Cedric went to Arsenal. Mm. And then Kyle Walker-Peters came in. Yeah, I'd, I'd think I'd... It's like Newcastle. I think I'd have a couple of Southampton players knocking around. Um, you know exactly how the team's going to play. Um, you pretty much know who's going to start. Ings' price increase? Eight and a half million. He's put, dear. Put you off? Um, I see no reason to think he's going to slow down. Like, if he's kind of got over his injury problems, he's so consistent. Yeah. Like, every yeah. time people thought... He can't keep scoring. He just kept scoring. Go back there to his previous seasons. So before that, 14 or so. He's never done anything. Like, like it's unprecedented what he did. But like, look at his minutes. He's never really played. He's just what always last, injured. Is that his last season at Burnley? Or 11 goals? Is it? Yeah, I think so. But yeah. like, since lockdown, I kind of thought he can't keep going. And like, he scored something like seven or eight goals in the last few games. And he started taking penalties near the end of yeah, the season. That, he missed one. That but, penalty is the reason I lost my league. But he still scored one on the last day of the season, I think, as well. And yeah, I think eight and a half million is is okay. They're an attacking team, and he's a good finisher. Yeah, I don't know. If it... It's the maximum that you might pay, and like the alternatives are like Jimenez. It's mad though, isn't it? The difference the, the eight and a half million makes. And there's Shea Adams who scored four goals. Last season, he was absolutely tripe for the whole season. And then after the season restarted, he scored all of his four goals. So maybe he found a bit of confidence in the what league. What type of player is he? The system started suiting him. He's They play, they play two up front, which is kind of rare. And I think he, him he's, and Ings kind of... He's the lump, isn't he? Yeah. But like, he scored a lovely goal against City. Do you remember it was from... Yeah. Yeah, quite far away. He found a bit of confidence. I think he scored two goals on the last day of the season. It's hard to overlook how tripe he was. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's my problem. And if you're on one of the strikers for Hampton, and he has like, competition, he's long and Obafemi who can yeah. come in and do a job. Armstrong as well. They played a three up front and set the, the wide system. Uh, you know who actually I have in my team at sometimes. Gineppo. No, Smallbone. <laughs> Just because of the name. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think he he started getting into the team at the end of last season, and uh, he's playing wide right. Um, I just because he's four and a half million, I was like looking for a four and a half million midfielder who might play, and yeah. he, he came up. Uh, I don't know who else. Pierre Emil Hoiberg has gone to Spurs. Don't miss him. Their man Romeo is okay. Romeo's grand. He's a solid, kind of average guy. Redmond at six and a half. You're not really going to get in him instead of Armstrong. Redmond's always very disappointing. Yeah, I always think he's better than uh, what he does. Ward Price is okay, but Armstrong seems to be the guy. I think Armstrong's going to be a disappointment. Like he's never really done anything in his career to suggest he's going to be yeah. great. He he did have a kind of repeating myself. We keep talking about post lockdown and the restart, but 
it's kind of the most recent form we have, and he did look good for that. But like before that, he's never really done anything. Nah, he's gonna lose. He played his, lose his spot to small ball. He played in Scotland. He didn't really do anything. Maybe he's improved a lot. But if your man Gineppo could get back to fitness, <laughs> he was class in yeah. parts, and he scored one of the goals of the season. Was it the last start, season? Start of the season, wasn't it? Or yeah. Jesus, what's the end of the season? He just has a bit about him. Although I always go for those kind of Saint Maximilian so, all about small type players. All about small bone. Jesus, Kirk's I thought there was only twenty teams in the Premier League. <laughs> Feels like we've done about sixty. But uh, it's the only, next only one halfway there. Are, uh, it's more than halfway <laughs> there. Jesus, the next team are one of the teams that people are getting excited about. Just more based on their fixtures than any kind of form or. Well, I made players. a face right there, Randy. <laughs> I think Spurs have arguably top three fixtures in the whole league at the start of the season. They play Everton, Southampton, Newcastle, West Ham, Burnley, Brighton, West Brom in their first 10. Spurs. They finished the season quite strong. I think Ooh. they lost one game since lockdown, which is against Sheffield United. They looked terrible. Spurs. They drew with Bournemouth 0 0, which wasn't it. great. But like they bet Everton, Harry Kane came into his own near the end of the season. He scored five or six Here goals. Here you said there. But they bet Everton. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember the other teams that they bet. They bet a few okay teams comfortably, like. Yeah. I don't um, know. Um, who is their starting back line? Their starting back line is Larice. Yeah, good. Okay. He actually did pretty well linking back. Um, Vertonghen is gone. <laughs> Danny Rose is back. He's not going to play. <laughs> Aurier, they're talking about getting rid of. I think... Eric Dyer is going to play centre half. Eric Dyer and fucking Sanchez, is it? Maybe Toby. Um, it depends if they play four at the back or five at the back. And then who's our two midfielders? Do you know what? I don't know who's going to play at the back. Then they have <laughs> the likes of Foyth, who's not injured anymore. Your man Tangana. I think Dyer is going to be nailed on. It's going to be Winks and Skip in midfield. Skip's gone. Is he? Where'd he go? He's gone on loan somewhere. Oh, yeah, he did actually. Anyway. I just don't trust with Spurs. Spurs. It's all about Hyung Min Sun and Harry Kane. Yeah, definitely. From an FPL point of view, Harry Kane didn't do enough for me even after the break last. So Sun lively, yeah, okay, I can make probably make case. I don't have a lot of midfield spots left, but really, Spurs. Well, like you know the way like you can say, I know how Newcastle are going to play. I know how Southampton are going to play. I know how Liverpool are going to play. I know how City are going to play. I know how Chelsea are going to play. What the fuck are Spurs doing? Like, I don't, I can't trust them to go out and do anything. They have a great first ten games. Though. They could lose Everton, lose Southampton, and draw against Newcastle. Like, I don't trust them at all to do anything. I don't know if they're going to be defensive, attacking. I don't know formation they're going to play. They're just fucking. Who's going to play? Look how confused I am. See how my voice is going up like <laughs> going up like two octaves. What I do know is uh, Harry Kane's going to play and Son's going to play. Yes. And uh, one of them is going to be in my Game Week 1 team. And it's currently Son. When you have your final team for Game Week 1, you will not have a Spurs player, Kane or Son, in it. Okay, we'll revisit this. <laughs> Son, 24 attacking returns last season. Spurs weren't very good. Um, yeah. He started taking set pieces. He's taken a lot of corners, a lot of indirect free kicks. He hasn't, hasn't scored one yet, but... Well, it's hard to score <laughs> a corner or an indirect free kick. Who's on the direct free kicks? I'll probably Kane, actually. Yeah. Um, nobody else I'm looking at. Maybe Ben Davies, if he plays left. Okay. 
in fairness, I, mean, I, ha- I have Ori in my team at the moment, and if he's on, is he, if he's on the way out, I'll be looking for another defender. And um, what about Davies? So that's what I'm saying. If he if he's playing, I he could sneak in. I don't think Danny Rose is a Jose Mourinho player. I think he's a bit of a mouse as well. Yeah, uh, I don't think he's well liked there now. And uh, when you click on him, he still has a Newcastle jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what just to rise him up even more. I, I he's a good player, but I think he needs to probably go somewhere else. Larice is five and a half million. Set and forget. I would never spend five and a half million on a goalie, but he's probably the best goalie at five and a half. Is he? Like points wise, he did really well. I think is it. Will the Jose team be defensive? Yes. Will they keep clean sheets? Yes. So are you looking at defense over attack? Yes, but they don't have any defenders, <laughs> so you're kind of being forced into some pain. Uh, Harry Kane is ten and a half million. He hasn't been that cheap since. He, he was nine and a half million. goals he scored last season? 15, 16. He scored 18 goals last season. Like, he had a poor season. <laughs> Better than the season before. People joked about that. He's a defensive midfielder, if you look at his heat maps. But he still scored 18 goals. 29. Takes penalties. Look at that, though. 29, 29, 17, 18. Like, 25, 21. He scored 21 league goals as a 5 million player. Yeah. That was... I didn't have him. Those were the good old days. Didn't even know who he was. Oh, Kirks. I don't know how you made it onto a podcast. <laughs> we'll go on. Um, that was a bit underwhelming because I think Spurs are one of the best teams fixture-wise. Uh, uh, all I can point out is Kane or Son. I've oh, no like, value yeah, in look, there. Son, definitely. Kane's, I don't trust him at 10.5 million. Son's a little bit cheaper and he will get returns. But yeah, don't think there's a spot in my midfield. <laughs> He seems to, has he done enough military service to be out of that for this season? It seems to pop up every now and then. I think he did it during lockdown. He'd be all right. Anyone in Olympic I didn't see any pictures or anything of it. West Brom, does it it matter what their fixtures are like? I can't name one West Brom player. Let's not even go through their fixtures. Pereira? Is that a West Brom player? Yeah, Sam Johnston is a decent goalie. Four and a half million. Um, He's actually isn't he? Yeah, if you wanted to bank on them being one of these defensive teams that are hard to beat if you look at their fixtures they're all a mix of okay fixtures up until maybe game week this, 12 I feel like this is one of those teams where will he be here and he'd just be hopping up and down about but all what these do you mean you don't fuckers. know about <laughs> Gibbidabo <Adesawawo-ibidabo laughs> is what he would be saying Raziki is that that Polish lad who is a five million defender, Kirk's that guy I just named. All right, let's break it down and move on. So they have Johnston, they've Kieran Gibbs, the ex Arsenal guy. He's a four and a half million fullback. Don't know if he even plays. Higazi. They... Anyway, I was giving out of it. Yeah, the Brighton. Brighton? No, no, he's been there the whole time, hasn't he? Who? He hasn't moved since he got relegated. Higazi. Yeah. Um, he was always. Good what do you know about West goal. Brom? Like, yeah, I'm giving out about Spurs and I don't know what they're going to do. I, I couldn't tell you anything about this team. Um. Are they attacking, defensive, creative, pass the ball, lump the ball? Like, yeah, <laughs> more research required. We'll move on to uh, West Ham. This is the first time tonight I felt like we missed Willie. Yeah, the West Brom. <laughs> West Brom. Championship we got as far news. as the Ws. Uh, so we'll move on to West Ham. They have a horrific run of fixtures. Um, people thought... Antonio is going to be in my team. Uh, Susek is going to be a great 5 million enabler. And uh, yeah, yeah, he still yeah. might be, but the fixtures came out and they're not good. Nope. So they've an easy enough game on the first day of the season home to Newcastle. Yep. Is it easy? 
on paper it is, but like that could easily be nil nil. Yep. Um, then they play Arsenal, Wolves, Leicester, Tottenham, City, Liverpool. <laughs> so the first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, six it's, out of the it's first gonna be seven. a very similar season for them where <clears> they struggle, 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 and then it's like under a huge amount of pressure, and then they sack your man to get someone else in, Pulis comes in, <laughs> they stay up on the fucking second last day of the season. Yeah. Antonio is a revelation, but I wouldn't be getting him in for those fixtures. No. And uh Sebastian Ale is gonna be back through the middle. Um record signing, they're not gonna not play him. Oh, at the end of the season when um they took uh Tony off of 45 minutes. Oh yeah, break my heart. Can I put one to you though? Um, check. Don't put them to me. No, right. So Fabianski's five million, horrible fixtures, don't really care about him, no defenders. There's a lot of love for Susek based on he scored yeah. a few goals in other leagues before he moved to West Ham. And then post-lockdown, my favourite phrase of the pod, <laughs> um, he won a lot of aerial duels. He got quite a few chances. He looked okay. But uh, he's 5 million. And if you're like bringing in a West Ham midfielder for 5 million, he scored three goals like at the end of the season, which wasn't bad. Why aren't people looking at Mark Noble? Yeah. Takes the penalties. He plays nearly every game. He's shit. Like he's never going to be in my team. But like you'd swear Susek. And yeah. I don't even know if that's how you say. Oh, his I'm name. glad you went. You said that because I was looking at Susek and I read all the same comments and I was like, I don't get the the love in. I yeah. like he's not great on paper. When you look at his number of points and minutes played and stuff. He got a couple of goals. He looks like he gets forward, but like he's a big lump. Lad. I'm not like thinking this guy is going to be some sort of secret weapon but he's not Den Donker last season who was four and a half million like yeah. that extra half a million makes a big difference for me yeah Den Donker was just on the bench for me missed all his points hey I could buy a house for that <laughs> but uh yeah like and don't get me wrong I'm not saying get in Mark Noble but Mark Noble's gonna outscore Susak mark my words yeah I would have thought so as well exactly. I mean the only thing I was ever Noble was he has to stop playing at some point <laughs> yeah so, maybe not this season um West Ham are a weird team, though. Uh, but, yeah, totally avoid for the start of the season. Maybe we talk about them like in 10 weeks' time. Cool. And we'll wrap it up with Wolves, who I think could be my favourite oh. team for the start of the season. If I had to buy a football jersey this season, I'd probably buy a Wolves top. Gold. Yeah. Always believe in your soul. That's poetic. you got the power to know. The only gold. You're indestructible. The only, the only gold team I know. Always believe it. Except for... Yeah. Plymouth Argyle or someone. Okay. But anyway, their fixtures are Sheffield United, City. Tough start, but then they play West Ham, Fulham, Leeds, Newcastle, Palace, Leicester, Southampton. Yep. I don't think there's a better run in there. Um, they're a tough nut to crack. They put it up to anybody. Yep. And they've loads of value, I think. Yep. But the only problem with these guys is they actually have a lot of options. Yes. Uh, I think you were just about to say it. No, you do it. Um, your man Poland's looks good. Neto looks good. Yada's not getting as much time as you think he should. But he's a midfielder now. Troy gets in and out of the team, plays a large part of games, but then they change formation and he gets dropped. Uh, Vinegar, Doherty, Bowley. I mean, loads and loads of options. And even the ones you pick, don't even know if they'll play. So you have to go with the safe ones. So there's Doherty. He gets taken off for 45 minutes way too often for my liking. I'd say if I looked that up, that's not true. Probably four times. I'd say it's happened once or twice. <laughs> Way too often for my like. You know. Um, but like four goals, eight assists last season, 12 clean sheets, 167 points. Yep. Um, the season before that, you know? he kind of matched that. He's six million. He hasn't moved in price. So he's perfect. He's the same. 
Yeah. Uh, it's, John, all about, it's all about Johnny Vinegar. Johnny's out. So Vinagre, four and a half million. He's a great player. Like he hasn't got much oh, game well, time. Well, he's got a good full name. Ruben Goncalo Silva Nascimento Vinagre. Yeah. There you go. Imagine I'd say that every time. Four and a half million though for a, a Wolves team. I think you said they had the second best for expected goals conceded last season. I think I did. I think it was City Wolves United. I think it was. Yeah. I can't have lost it now, but it was here somewhere. Um, I think he's more attacking than Johnny. Um, he's a good player, and I think he's been quite unlucky not to get more game time. He's only twenty-one, but I, I think, think he, this is his he time. He is the Lundstrom Dundonker whatever fucking thing it was last season, you have to have him in your team because he's four and a half million and he's going to play for Wolves. Yeah. They keep getting linked with other left backs, but they kind of seem like fairly average backup left backs. I haven't seen them kind of being linked with someone who you might think was going to come in and replace him. And like, if you were Vinagre and you're like playing second fiddle to Johnny for like a couple of seasons, Johnny Otto. And, uh, you know, he suddenly gets a bad injury. He tried the bus in the Simpsons. This is my turn. Yeah. Otto, man. This is my time to shine, and they go and replace you. You're just gonna go like, and he yeah. could probably go to a lot of good teams. Yeah, no, I think I think he. Well, right now he he starts the first couple of game weeks. He's four and a half million playing for Wolves and the decent fixtures efforts for City. Yeah, I think if you're listening to any pod, you're following Twitter, you're watching any of the things on any of the websites, this guy will be on everybody's team. Jimenez has gone up by a million, I think, and um, still worth getting in in my book. Eight and a half million, I think. If you're going down that kind of route, it's between him and Ings. Yeah. I couldn't really pick. Um, I'd say Wolves are probably more reliable as a team, but he's probably not as dynamic, is it the word? Chasing down lost causes. and But he does take penalties then. I don't know. I think they may be a bit of a coin flip. He scored 46 attacking returns in his two seasons in the Premier League. I don't see any reason why he won't make that 66. Yeah, no, I agree. But thing is, what about all these other guys? Like, could you put your money on any of them to, to which who's going to start like game week one between Podens, Neto, Troy, and Jota? I don't know. That's why I'm going to get in Doherty, <laughs> Vinagre, and Jimenez if I'm going down the road line. Honestly, I had Podens in my team. I think he's a good player. I think he started to get into the team. He started the European match. Uh, they changed formation when they went out to Sevilla, which was daft. Um, so I think maybe Podence might be my top of that list. So it's one to watch in pre-season. What's the price actually? At the moment. Five and a half. They're all five and a half, are they? Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Six and a half for Jada. Cool. So that wraps up the 20 Premier League teams. That feels like it took a whole season to do, but... That was easy enough, though. It's Except easy. Except for West Brom. When you're just having a chat about football, it's quite nice. Like when there's a guy beside you reading loads of stuff off a page and feeling his left peck with one hand, Touching clicking himself. a pen with the other hand and coughing, it's really distracting. Yeah, it's been so a lot more relaxed. I quite enjoyed that chat. <laughs> now, I don't want to go into strategy because one, the pod has been too long. Two, I haven't really formulated my strategy. But uh, is there anything else we need to do in this pod before we wrap it up? What's your um, plan for the season? I'm going to... I'm going to wildcard early. Like, it's going to be the same as every other season. Well, um, what about free hitting? No. I'm going to keep my free hit. No, say like the United City game happens next week. Like the second game week. Free, not free hitting. Not free That's hitting. a terrible game for a free hit though because you're just kind of cancelling out 
that should be a tight game on paper. Do you mean to get in all the other guys? Well, it's well, who is it? City the the extra games. City versus United, Villa, and Burnley. Is it? Yeah, they're two good teams to have against, like to double up on. I think it'll be a little bit different. This it's season. all very hypothetical. A little bit different this season. My plan, right? It's probably like your plan is to get the fastest start I possibly can. Yeah. Like I've been playing the game nine seasons. I was looking it up there. I've come top five k four seasons, and they're all to do with a fast start, wild card and early, and like getting lucky. Yeah. Um. If I wild card early, I was saying this the other day. I'm picking my team for the first four game weeks. I'm gonna optimize those four fixtures. I'm gonna get the most points I possibly get and get from them. You're gonna get a load of guys going. I'm not wasting my wild card that early. Picking their team for 16 game weeks. They can't focus on a short period of time like I am. They won't get the same points. And then after I clean up in the first four game weeks, <laughs> I'm going to change my whole team with my wild card. I'll know all the enablers. I'll know what premiums I want. I'm going to get the best team for the next six to seven game weeks. Get loads more points. Then I'm going to... Sounds like you have the season in the bag. But No, but then I'm going to plan my team for game week 16 or whenever I have to use my wild card by. I'm going to use all my free transfers. I'm going to go know when the first doubles are. And I'm just going to be way ahead of people who are like, if I was you, I would start, start deleting messages out of WhatsApp now. You have it in the bag. That, that's <laughs> what I'm going to do anyway. But like, that's my aim. Like I said, I do that every season. Uh, half of my seasons, it's worked. Half of them, it hasn't. So it didn't could, work last. You could do the woolly strategy of wait till everybody else has figured out the season. And wildcard, <laughs> wildcard game week, maybe 10. <laughs> oh, God. What I'm, are you going to do? I think I'm wildcard in game week three. Okay. At the moment. So early. It's the same thing as you, but the blanks are causing me a bit of pain. But I, it looks like I'm going to try have no City United for the first game, transfer for second or third, and then wildcard them all back in again. Yeah. I have high hopes for this season, though, to be honest. I think I've got the bad season out of the way last season. Um, Very optimistic of you. This game week one blank is a bit of a nightmare, but we'll figure out something in the next week or two before the season starts. Get a plan under the belts and... Uh, there we go. Um, we'll talk about all our segments we're going to have on the regular pod. It's not going to be near as long as this because we won't have to go through every team. <laughs> um, we'll do the usual listeners' questions. We're going to look at Willie's team every week. Where's Willie? We'll have our mini league. Our mini league's uh, warming up nicely. A lot of players in it this season. Should be quite competitive. Some of the worst players in the game. So, Definitely. Um, do you know what I really hope? Like I, like I said, I'm planning on going very high this season. <laughs> I would love me and you to come one two and just take prizes off our listeners because <laughs> we're not disqualified from winning prizes if we honest, win. I only fair. have a few cups. I could use them with a few cups. Yeah. And a voucher. Or mugs, whatever you want to call them. If I win the voucher for the winner of that league, I'll use that to print the mugs and then it's free to me. <laughs> no, it's my own money, isn't it? Yeah, just don't, <laughs> just don't get the mugs. Yeah. My I'm looking forward to where's Willie the most. That's that's my highlight of the whole Critiquing season. his squad week in, week yeah. out. And then referring to him as casual Willie for the entire season. Well, he said it himself. He's now a casual. Where is casual Willie? It doesn't have the same ring to it. Just where is Willie? And then yeah. see what he's doing. I'm hoping this pod, he doesn't get the same love that he got when he left the last one. Like He's just left us in the lurch. So I feel like but, maybe we should tell everybody like shitty stories about him just to like bring him down a few pegs. Real ones or make them up? Well, to be honest, they're if, if they're real, they, they sound made up anyway. Um, Where's Willie? We should bring. Can we bring back sound bites of like what was the Vader time? What was it? <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, snip it in. 
I have high hopes for the pod this season. I think we've got rid of the dead weight. Um, <laughs> like people do say he was an important part, but he is like a, he's like a Bobby Firmino. Um, <laughs> like everyone would be like, he doesn't score goals, but like he's so important to that team. But at the end of the day, you're picking Salah or Mane. Yeah. That's me and you. We have a who's Salah and who's Mane. Doesn't matter. The fact is, Willie's Bobby Firmino. <laughs> so I'm going to leave it on that note, unless you have right, anything else. One question. How often do you think we're going to talk about Willie on all these pods? Every single one. And the best bit is, we seem to have the same listeners every week. So most of them be like, oh God, will these guys ever get over it? But if we ever get any new listeners, they'll be like, what are they talking about? Willies for every week? And what are they on about? What the fuck's a casual Willie? <laughs> I don't know. So we'll leave it there. If you did make it all the way through, thanks a million. Um, check us out on Twitter where the FPL Renegades podcast, it's at Renegades FPL. Um, throughout the season, I think we're going to have more uh structured pods with more strategy this yeah, was just FBA a bit of fun yeah. going through all the teams our first glance at the fixtures and the prices and what we thought of them but uh we had a bit of fun going through it and hopefully you did too so if you did tell all your friends tell your family tell your teacher if you're going back to school next week <laughs> and uh stay safe folks oh yeah so, but whole covid thing yeah we'll leave it there good luck and good night <laughs>